Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go check them out. I don't know how you haven't checked them out already. HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Are you worried about drafting the player we are talking about today? I am not worried about drafting the player we're talking about today. We are doing our Who Do I Draft series. Uh, We are running through the first six rounds for all of the first round uh, potential draft picks that you might pick and building a team around it. And we're not so much telling you who to draft, but we're trying to tell you how to think and how to uh, react to your draft uh, as it goes along uh, to give you the, uh, I guess, the the prep f- to think on your feet when the draft comes up. We are using a uh, 12-team head-to-head format, and we are going by the ADPs from Yahoo. And all this content and more is probably already up at patreon.com slash watching the boxes i want to give a special shout out to our newest patreons uh jacob perez and stephen parsons shout out to both of you you are keeping the show going and you will get exclusive content as the season rolls along and you will get early access to the weekly pods that we do if you other listeners out there want to get that exclusive access along with maybe playing in those listener leagues. I think we got a few spots left, Tyler. Um, Patreon.com slash watching the boxes. But let's talk about Anthony Davis, who I guess people are I'm, – I'm excited about people being a little bit worried about him um, with his uh, sprained right thumb. This – Anthony Davis per game is like the best player in the NBA. The problem is, is like how many games is he going to play? And I think that's what people were worried about. So Tyler, I'm not worried about him taking him in my top three. Still not worried about it, but I think you, you might be. I just don't want him as my number one player. And I think in Yahoo ADP, that's where we're seeing him go. I mean, I think he's going to be in for a fantastic season. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like there's a little bit more value with Steph Curry and James Harden. And that's just personal opinion. I don't really, there's a, there's a set top five. It's, AD, Harden, Curry, in my opinion, are the top three, and followed by Giannis and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, you can make an argument for Carl Anthony Towns in a roto league. You can make an argument for Giannis in a head-to-head league. I'm not going to make that argument. I'd rather have a more well-rounded player. But um, Anthony Davis, per game, remember per game, here are his finishes from the last you know five, six seasons per game. Second, first, second, fifth, first, second. Good. Pretty, oh yeah, he's amazing. Pretty good. He's um, amazing. And, so and the one, the one thing he can do that that maybe nobody else really can do is produce almost elite stats in nearly every category, including doing it on elite percentages uh, which obviously is just absolutely in, insane right um yeah anthony davis really really good just there's a little bit more riskiness i think for for davis than there are for those other two guys as far as games played and and that matters to me so 
Um, yeah, he's he's third in my rankings. Like, oh man, that's so bad, right? Uh, I just think people drafting him number one are making a small mistake, and then not one you can't recover from, right? Just a little bit of one. And I feel like I've had a lot of um, I've had a lot more debates and or criticism or feedback from my top five rankings than I have from like anything like forty to sixty. You, if you take any of these guys in the top five, good job. You did it. Um, that's literally the easiest part of the draft. Rounds four, five, you know, four, five, six, seven, that's really when you're finding the value and you're hitting, taking some risks, maybe hitting on a guy. Um, that's where you really uh, should be focusing your time and energy on is the 40 to 70 uh, ranked players. Uh, I don't rank them. I put them in tiers, but that first plateau and the last few tiers are where you're going to see a lot of value. Um, you can't really mess up if you pick one of these first five guys. So, you know, if you're upset that I got Carl Anthony Towns at five or Giannis at five, take them first overall. It's fine with me. Totally cool with that. But we're going to take Anthony Davis second overall, Tyler, just to, just to appease just to appease you, Tyler, because you you want Harden first. Um, that means with our next picks, we're taking uh, we're picking twenty third and twenty six. We're gonna go ADP from Yahoo, and I'm gonna be a little bit more strict than I have been with our ADPs uh, in the past, Tyler. Um, this is available at twenty three. Miles Turner, DeAndre Ayton. I'm not gonna give you Ben Simmons. Somebody took a Ben Simmons in this in this draft. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Pascal Siakam, John Collins, De'Aaron Fox. Not a whole lot of not a whole lot of guards available right here, but there are some guards that you could reach down for. Um, and I'm, uh, well, and here's, the, here's the other thing. I don't know that I I mean Ben Simmons is a great fit in an enemy build. I think kind of, but I don't know that I want Ben Simmons in this build just in the sense that I think the areas I want to really focus on here are assists and three pointers, right? Because I feel like Anthony Davis is pretty damn elite in rebounds, pretty damn elite in blocks, pretty damn elite in steals, pretty damn elite in points, right? And obviously we're going to need more points, but pretty damn elite in both percentages but if i can get those assists and threes up i'm doing really good so obviously the two guys i think i want are donovan mitchell and devin booker i feel like those two guys give me a nice bump in my assists they give me a real nice bump in my three pointers they both shoot pretty good percentages um and they're both elite scorers which is going to come in handy it's going to leave us the opportunity to pick some of those guys you know only scoring 12 13 points um, in the next few rounds, but getting the really juicy stats in other categories. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% leaning uh, with Donovan Mitchell. Um, I really, really like that pick. Devin Booker, also a very good fit here as well. Uh, let's let's just go ahead and say at 23, we, we take Donovan Mitchell. Um, really good fit. Gets you those points. Gets you those threes bumped up. Very decent uh, with assists. Not, not as great i'd say as i as i'd like but there's some assists still left to uh to play with later in the draft but let's say somebody takes devin booker uh between 23 and 26 some savvy some savvy player who maybe took james harden and went simmons uh and uh booker i think just like just like we did in our previous um who do i draft with james harden 
So that means we're kind of looking at um, De'Aaron Fox if you want to go guard. Or Zion might be available here. Chris Paul, D'Angelo Russell. But if you want to go bigs, I think Chris Stapps is um, interesting with the just double down on those in those rebounds. Get those threes that you need. And uh, double down on the blocks. Like you're definitely going to be set in those columns. Uh, Pascal Siakam. John Collins, uh, we're staying away from Mitch Robinson. He's being ADP'd at 29, and we want nothing to do with him there. But he healed Jason Tatum to reach down. So let's just say we got Donovan Mitchell at 23. Who are we taking at 26? It's probably Fox. I mean, I think that that's probably just the best value on the board. I'd, I'd actually think about D'Angelo Russell here, too, just because I feel like Russell gives you a nice boost in your threes. Um Getting Chris Stapps is fine. I mean, I feel like you've got a guy getting two blocks a game already. You get another guy with two blocks a game. You basically don't have to fit. If you grab Chris Stapps here, you don't have to think about blocks probably for the rest of the draft because you're going to be able to sweat out with guys getting you like half and three quarters and you're not even going to need anybody else. If you actually did go Chris Stapps here, you got two guys blocking over two shots a game, which how many guys are going to block over two shots a game? We talk about this all the time, like maybe four or five. Like, uh, maybe not even that. Uh, and I think if you do that, like Chris Stapps and, and AD, you, you're really you're set. You're really, really set. You don't have to worry about it at all. And I'm looking down, and I, I know like Connolly is going to be gone by 47 and 50, but usually Kyle Lowry is hanging around down there. Uh, ADP currently at 56, Eric Bledsoe at 53. So I might roll the dice here with Chris Stapps. Uh, I certainly don't mind the De'Aaron Fox grab here at all um but you know i think i got i think i got chris steps a little bit higher than De'Aaron fox so I, i'm gonna say we went chris steps here and we like we're now destroying everybody in rebounds we're destroying everybody in blocks our um three pointers are now still very good our points are, are very good chris steps getting a ton of usage we're probably ignoring assists at this point not punting guys ignoring um, but our steals are are perfectly fine, and our percentages are also very good. So we're going to drop down to 47 and 50, and I think if we went Chris Stapps here, uh, I think Kyle Lowry almost is a is, is a must-grab here, unless we really want to like, ignore those assists and go with uh, Tobias Harris, Zach Levine, Jamal Murray, Bam Adebayo even. I don't think we need to do any more centers or any more big stats, but always an option here. So Tyler, uh, who should we take here at 47? Good question as always. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to take Kyle Lowry. I think I might double down on the point guards and go Jamal Murray. Just feel like Jamal Murray's is a point guard going to shoot pretty good percentages. Um, going to give us some nice three boost that I still feel like we might need. Um, okay rebounds okay assists okay steals uh, a little bit of blocks which we don't really need but any little bit helps and another guy who can score like you know 19 points a game i feel like we want to keep getting a big time score every once in a while so i would look probably um i definitely want kyle Lauer with one of the picks i'd look jamal murray or tobias harris just one last shot to grab that kind of 19 20 point a game score um Make sure we're we're totally good in that category, and really, you know, grabbing one more of those guys really lets us pick the the Ricky Rubios and the 
you know, Robert Covington's of the world later on, like the guys who are only going to get 12 points a game. Yeah, and if we go Lowry and Murray here, like our points are great, our threes are very good, our steals are, are fantastic, our blocks and rebounds are still killing it, and now our assists are good. Like we're basically owning this league, which is kind of why I like AD as as a number one overall pick still, is because he is so so damn good at, at everything. Um, so let's go Lowry and Murray. But I got a quick question for you, Tyler. In a vacuum, head to head league. Who would you rather have? Who would you rather draft? You, not, no one's on your team, and you only can draft two people. This is a really shitty league. Nobody likes playing in this league, so you can only draft. You can only draft one person, and there's only two people to draft from: CJ McCollum or Jamal Murray. What the hell kind of league is this? Um... No, it's a shit league. But we're gonna. If you want to join that league, uh, Patreon.com/slash/WatchingTheBoxes. We will start that up for you. You because you're a psycho. Um, they're, they're really similar. I mean, it's going to come down to a lucky shot here or there, I think, um, and who finishes better in, in those two, to be honest with you. Right. Well, you got to pick or else you're going to, you're going to finish last in this league. I'd rather have Jamal Murray. I think just like the stat profile a little bit better, but CJ McCollum's fine. I mean, he does what he does. And I think we know exactly what CJ McCollum is, which is on the fringe top 50 player who's just does what does CJ McCollum thinks. I think we know exactly who, who CJ is, and so if you want, especially here at the uh, in the fifth round, you want to take a, someone with a little bit higher ceiling, Jamal Murray's probably got the higher ceiling. I, I completely agree. CJ McCollum, ADP is currently 46, while Jamal Murray's is 57. So just take that into account, similar players, but hold 10 picks later. And we're going to go more than 10 picks down the line all the way down to um, 71 and 74 for our final picks. Our team is great, just like all around great. Um, and we have a whole group of people to pick from here. And I feel like I want to take a, a, a bit of a swing here because we got Jamal Murray. I, I don't feel like it's a swing. Lowry, Fox, uh, excuse me, not Fox. If you went Fox, you might want to go big man in those last picks. But we got 80 and 80. Donovan Mitchell, Chris Stapps, Lowry, and Murray. Our guards are very set. Might need some wings. Our bigs are set. So let's look at the wings, but let's just also look at the players just in general. Shea Gildress Alexander is hanging around here at 71. Um, Jonathan Isaac might fall to you. Marvin Bagley, who I'm not that high on. Dante Sabonis, who I'm also not that high on, is being drafted in this area. Gordon Hayward, Marcus Soule, um, Kelly Oubre Jr., Wendell Carter. But as we said, these are plateaus, so don't feel, don't hesitate to look down to like uh, Karis LeVert, Miles Bridges. Miles um, Bridges might be someone I, I might grab here at seventy four, reach down for. So um, I, I, my I'm leaning towards Miles Bridges right here, Tyler. Who do you like? How do you like Miles Bridges? I guess that's my first question. You were throwing you threw me off with your Miles Bridges love. Really. What, what? What, what what brings the Miles Bridges in in this area? What, let, let's hear about this. Okay, I, I'm surprised you're not on the Miles Bridges bandwagon. So here's the thing about Charlotte. Everybody sucks on Charlotte. Um, and the ball's going to have to go somewhere. And this might be a little too early for Miles Bridges, but this is the – I'm taking a, a, a swing. I'm taking a big old swing. And I'd probably take him with my 74th pick. I probably wouldn't take him here. 
um, at the end of the sixth round. I'd probably take him at the beginning of the second, the seventh round. But you're looking at a guy who could be across the board, solid score, good threes, good rebounds, a steal and a block a guy with very good percentages, which fits basically everything we need in this build. We're ignoring assists. And if you ignore assists, Miles Bridges kind of has to be the, the second leading scorer on Charlotte. Is is it is it crazy to say he could be the, the leading scorer? On Charlotte, this team's like really, really trash. Yeah, but there were a few too many ifs and buts and candies and nuts in those sentences for me. Um, That's why it's a swing. That's why you're taking a chance on someone who could uh, swing up. I think overall, if I if I was playing it safe, I'm not interested in Miles Bridges here at, at this spot. Um, but if I want to, you know. If you're going to take a swing, why not just take Gordon Hayward? We've seen Gordon Hayward be good. That's also true. And I I like that swing as well. I think they're very similar players, except for Gordon Hayward's um, ceiling is probably – well, I don't know who's more likely. Is Gordon Hayward's ceiling more likely than Miles Bridges' ceiling? I would say because we've seen Gordon Hayward be like a top 35 player, and I don't know that I've ever seen Miles Bridges be good at basketball. Oh, that's – that shot's fired on Miles Bridges. I, I feel like that's a little – that is a little – about, like, in, in NBA fantasy terms, I mean, we've never seen Miles Bridges be that good. Well, he's been in the league a whole year. So, you know, it's – you know, you're right. He's well, we've a, never – I mean, like – Crash team, too. Well, and looking per minute, like, he's not like he's – this big permanent monster. Like he'd have to take some significant steps forward, which is possible. But on that team with not a lot around him, it's difficult to say that he's going to, you know what I mean? Like if he starts scoring like 15, 16 points a game, isn't everyone just going to sell out to stop him? Like there's no one else to take the heat off anyone on that team, which scares the crap out of me. Um, another guy, you want to take a swing, take Shea Gilgis. Like at least Shea Gilgis has Chris Paul and Danilo and, Steven Adams, like someone to take some heat off him. I do like Shea Gildress here. I like Josh Richardson if he falls here as well. Um, if nobody falls to you, I, I, I do would suggest taking a swing maybe at 74. Um, I'm 100% on board for uh, Shea Gildress at 71. If you want to lock that in here, because we got every everything's going really well for us here anyway. Uh, we got a very, very solid team. Um, might want to go in on... Um, Maybe even Marcus Soul. I'm surprised you didn't mention your man, Kelly Oubre, who I am not a big fan of. But I figured that would, that would be a man you'd want in this range. Um, I'm not, I don't want him in this range. I think we talked about that in the Suns podcast, but I know you have a, a deep love for Mr. Oubre. I do. I think uh, I, I like Kelly Oubre a lot. What's, what's worried me over the last, uh, during the preseason, is that uh, it seems like Kelly Oubre has got a uh, lingering like a lingering injury. So it, it has been soured me a little bit on Kelly Oubre, but uh, I like taking a swing with him as well. I guess if I had to choose, I would take a uh, Oubre over bridges technically here, but I, I'm starting to warm up to miles bridges a little bit, Tyler. Uh, that's hey, fair. Right? Um, All right. Well, we're going to take somebody at 71. Are we going with Shea Gilgis Alexander? Um, I am definitely going with Shea Gildas Alexander. You, I, I mean, I never know what you're gonna do, but that would definitely be my pick. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna allow you to just take Shea Gildas Alexander. 
And I'm also going to let you pick 74 as well. Gordon Hayward's the a good swing. Kelly Oubre, also a good swing. And not as big a fan as I am. Um, you got you know, Karis LeVert is an interesting play here as well. Like, There's just a lot you could choose from here. And yeah, and then I think too, this is the spot where like you you can even reach down and grab somebody else who who you really want, and this maybe doesn't fit this bill perfectly, but like a guy like Marcus Smart finished fifty eighth in total value last year. Like if your team just needs some steals and some good rebounds and some good blocks from or good rebounds and good and okay assists from a point guard, you know, kind of shooting guard type, that's a guy. You know, you need rebounds. You could even grab a guy like Enos Cantor in the seventies. Like those guys are going to give you okay value at this spot. And I think most people don't understand that. Like our team's really good across the board, so we can basically pick anybody here. But I think you just find a guy that you like and that you believe in, and that's who you should pick. If your guy's Miles Bridges, take him. If your guy's Lou Williams, take him. If your guy's Ricky Rubio, you know, that's that's probably one of my guys. Jeff T is another one of my guys. Us guys I like to take. Um, I don't begrudge you taking, though, someone like Marcus Smart or Enos Cantor or Serge Ibaka or maybe DeJounte Murray. Maybe think he's going to take a nice step forward. Um, yeah, like, any of those I guys think are fine at this range and don't worry so much about like oh his adp is 90 like if, if that's the guy you want when you're picking on the turn would you rather like would you rather have a guy you believe in on your team or be forced to pick between four or five guys you kind of believe in with your next pick i'd rather just have a guy on my team that i believe in so i'm gonna take take somebody here that i believe in and i'm not gonna take alonzo ball and i'm not gonna take uh, a few of the other guys here just because I'm not super high on them. You know, the, the Hassan white sides, the DeMontis Sabonis is like, I'm just going to let somebody else have them. Yeah, I, um, I think this is almost why we're, we're almost making an argument. Why AD is probably the best player to take overall. Number one, even though we're taking him here at two, I know you said there's a risk here, but we, we got down to the seventh round and we're like, I can do anything I want here. My team's so damn good. Um, I got every, almost every single statistic covered. So you could double down on, on blocks and, and rebounds and go with uh, someone like Montrose Harold or Wendell Carter Jr. You could take a big swing at somebody that you personally think has upside, Gordon Hayward um, or Kelly Oubre. You could go, if you didn't get Kyle Lowry earlier in the draft, maybe you got to go with Ricky Rubio here, which is perfectly fine. And I, I go get weird. Marcus Smart. DeJounte Murray, whoever you believe in, we're just gonna chalk up the seventh pick to your favorite your favorite swing. Like take your take the uh, the swing that your favorite player that you want to take here. Um, because I think our team is our team currently is so good. We can go in any different direction. And that's kind of what we preach here at watching the boxes is not <clears throat> strictly blindfolding yourself to a punt strategy at all, but building the best possible team. So you can, you know, uh, enjoy yourself more during the year by t taking a swing at your maybe maybe you're a huge Suns fan. So take that Kelly Oubre. Maybe you're sadly a Cleveland fan, and I feel really bad for you because one, you probably live in Cleveland. Cleveland sucks, uh, but also the Cavs will never be good again. So maybe you'll take Larry Nance Jr. here. Cool, uh, good for you. I feel bad for you, but you can go in a lot of different directions here. And I think that's where we're going to wrap it up with the AD. Uh, we took him at two, Donovan Mitchell in the second round, followed by Chris Dapps, destroying everybody in blocks and rebounds, Kyle Lowry, Jamal Murray, Shea Gilders-Alexander, and then we went with 
your your choice. We're we're gonna let you take this one. We're gonna take a we're gonna take a little step back, uh, take a little break, and we're gonna say, you know what? Pick your favorite player that's still available. What do you think about that, Tyler? Sounds good to me. There you go. Um, not a cop out. Don't even don't even try to write that as a cop out, guys. That we didn't pick in the seventh round. I hope you're good enough at this point, been listening enough, where you can make the determination of what your team needs in the seventh round. That's what we're trying to accomplish here. Um, Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. Nice. And you can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, please rate, review us, uh, suggest it to maybe a friend who likes fantasy basketball, who's maybe trying to get interested in fantasy basketball because in the lead up to the season, we're going to have some guest spots on. We're going to be talking about how to prepare for your draft. We're also going to have um, some mock drafts on the way into the season. The season's sneaking up on us really, really quickly. And uh, if you really want to support the show, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. That's it for who do I draft? And we'll be back. We'll be back with the next guy that we're probably going to draft.